A Philippine military official tags an Abu Sayyaf leader as mastermind of Monday's suicide attacks in Holo and the deadly Holo church bombing in 2019. Philippine Senator Risa Ontiveros, meanwhile, wants the entire Holo police force relieved for possibly colluding with terrorists. Another Philippine lawmaker tests positive for COVID-19. And Beijing reportedly fires missiles into the disputed South China Sea. Good afternoon, I'm Stanley Palisada. Dateline Philippines begins right now. A Philippine military official claims one person orchestrated Monday's twin blasts in Holo and the deadly Holo church bombings back in 2019. The alleged mastermind, local terrorist Mundi Sawajaan, Western Mindanao Command Chief Major General Corleto Vinluan Jr. says Sawajaan reads or heads the Abu Sayyaf group that trains its fighters to mount bomb attacks. Binluan is also not discounting Sawajan's links to the Islamic State, whose signature mode of attack are suicide bombings like the attacks in Holo Salute. Bonde Sawajaan. Titigan pa rin natin yung posibilidad na yung nga baka may ibang na-train pa sila. Philippine Senator Risa Ontiveros wants the entire Holo police force relieved, saying they are possibly colluding with terrorists. That's after the Philippine military revealed the Holo suicide bombers are allegedly related to some police officers whose uh, same policemen were also in involved in the killing of four army intelligence officers who were tracking down the two female suicide bombers responsible for Monday's terror attacks. Did terrorist elements somehow influence, directly or indirectly, the killing of those army soldiers? Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that uh, Chief PNP, Archie Gamboa, my mista, will, uh, in his um, uh, closing week of leadership of the National Police, lead the PNP in being more proactive, getting to the bottom of these allegations that some police officers have links with members of terrorist organizations, and starting, and this is again my call to the Chief PNP, starting with the relief of the entire holo police force while investigations are underway. Kasi habang hindi sila suspendido, I mean, does it mean that these officers are still performing their functions or accessing uh, intelligence material deeply concerning in terms of risk to our uh, national security? So the Armed Forces of the Philippines' Western Mindanao Command confirms it is also investigating reports of a possible collusion between police and terror groups in Holo. We have no evidence yet, but we cannot discount the possibility. Dahil halos naman lahat ng tao dito sa hulo, magkakamag-anak lang. We are still looking at every angel. You believe na dapat ma-relieve na po ang PNP sa hulo? Palitan na po? Yung ano lang, yung involved na blind policemen who killed our soldiers, but other policemen here in hulo. World powers express support for the Philippines following Monday's twin blasts in Holo Sulu. France, Russia, China, and the UK all condemned the attack 
and offered their condolences to the victims' families. U.S. Ambassador Sung Kim also said America will continue to support the Philippines in strengthening national security after the deadly attacks. Monday's terrorist attacks in the southern Philippines amplify the debates on the anti-terrorism law, a measure that may not address violent extremism at the grassroots level, according to at least one conflict expert. The Supreme Court has received the 30th challenge against the controversial measure. Mike Navalio reports. With authorities blaming terrorism for Monday's twin blasts in Hulo, the incident has now become the test case for the new anti-terrorism law, which took effect last month. The law will run after not only actual perpetrators of the bombing, but also those personalities involved in financing, recruitment, inciting, facilitating, and even supplying weapons and training for those people responsible for the terrorist attacks in Hulu. Under the old Human Security Act, only those involved in the actual commission of terroristic acts and those who conspired were punished. But under the anti-terrorism law, even those suspected of planning, proposing, recruiting, and supporting terrorists may be arrested. The wide scope of the law is also the reason why there are now 30 petitions questioning its constitutionality before the Supreme Court. The latest was filed Wednesday by Catholic priests, nuns, and lawyers who believe their freedom of religious expression will be violated by the law. One of the petitioners said the president and other executive offices have billions of pesos in confidential and intelligence funds, more than enough to address the issue of terrorism without infringing Filipinos' rights. Even Muslims, who often fall victims to terrorism, also oppose the measure for fear that they will be singled out and falsely accused of terrorism, as has happened several times in the past. One of them, House Deputy Speaker Mujib Hataman, reminded authorities not to abuse the law following the twin bombings. For a peace and conflict expert, the anti-terrorism law may not be apt in fighting terrorism at the grassroots level. For Justice Secretary Minato Guevara, government action will depend on the outcome of the investigation. This could range from implementing the anti-terror law to calling out powers of the president or declaring martial law. Mike DeValio, ABS-CBN News. The number of COVID-19 cases in the Philippines soars past 200,000 days before the end of August. But local researchers say the transmission rate of the disease is now slowing down. Rafael Bosano reports. Even if researchers are observing numbers positively, there is never room for complacency. Dr. Guido David of the University of the Philippines Octa Research says they see the reproduction number of the virus decreasing. If this trend continues, they say Filipinos may experience a better end to 2020. Transmission rate bumabagal na. Dahil uh, bumabagal siya, ibig sabihin, kumakonti na, yung, ano, kumakonti na yung mga number of new cases per day. I think the chances are very good kasi we're close to flattening the curve. But David stresses, should this happen, it must be monitored closely to prevent the surge of infections. It does not mean na pag nag-flatten siya, even for one week, uh, we're okay. We have to sustain this. It will take a while, pero ang inaasahan natin, you know, sana by Christmas. 
uh, okay na lahat. So, let's work together so we'll have a happy finish for 2020. Kahit pa paano. Kahit yung buong most of 2020, may, may, nahirapan tayo. Pero kung magandang finish natin, baka, you know, uh, we'll end on a good note and start a 2021 with a fresh... Uh, fresh energy and fresh uh, vibes. The past day saw a fewer number of confirmed infections, but on Wednesday, the health department logged more than 5,000 cases. The DOH says it is still too early to say whether the numbers are headed towards the UP Octa's projection of a flattened curve. The agency, however, says they need more evidence to prove that coronavirus reinfection really exists. That's after a man was found to be infected months apart by different strains in Hong Kong. Ang amin lang hong payo no, or recommendation, uh, wala po talagang immunity passport. Ibig sabihin, yung antibodies that we develop when we become uh, COVID-19 positive, it doesn't last long dito po sa katawan natin. So yung possibility or probability na maaaring magkaroon tayo uli ay naandyan lagi. A health reform advocate, however, is sounding the alarm. If we continue to deny na wag ganito, eh, di yung mga nagkaroon na ng COVID, Right now, the only viable solution against the virus is a vaccine. Government says it is in constant communication with manufacturers and other governments rushing to develop a safe and effective vaccine. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. Another Philippine lawmaker tests positive for COVID-19. Northern Sama Representative Paul Dasa says he is now at a hospital after having tested positive for the disease on Tuesday, August 25th. This after he visited his constituents in Northern Sama earlier this month. Now Dasa is urging all those who have come into close contact with him to get in touch with health authorities. He also tells members of his staff to cooperate in contact tracing efforts. An ailing country with an ailing leader. Allies of Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte dismiss concerns about his health after he revealed he's at risk of getting cancer. But for one lawyer, it's more reason to compel Duterte to disclose his medical records. Joyce Balancho reports. It was not kept a secret by Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte himself that he has Barrett's disease, a condition wherein one's esophagus becomes damaged by acid reflux as a result of frequent drinking of alcohol. Barrett's was just one of his ailments alongside myasthenia gravis, Berger's disease, spinal issues, among others, that he publicly disclosed in his previous public addresses. As new speculations on his health resurfaced, President Duterte made an admission Tuesday about the status of his health. Malacanang immediately appeased public concern, saying that the president remains cancer-free. Duterte's spokesman Hariroki adds there is no reason for Palace to release a medical bulletin as the chief executive is not suffering from any serious ailment. Dati na po yan sinabi ng kanyang doktor na naging dahilan naman na mula nung siyang naging presidente, eh tinigil na po niya ang panginginom. No? 
So sa tingin ko po, the president did right by heeding the doctor's advice. At dahil he heeded the doctor's advice, this is the reason why his health is okay. The president's daughter, Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte, maintains her father does not have critical health issues, noting how his presidential security group managed to guard his health to the point that it makes him angry or miserable. The PSG, on the other hand, ensures that they will continue to protect the president's health amid the COVID-19 threat and the recent twin blasts in Sulu as Duterte stays in Davao City. Senate President Vicente Soto III says having health problems is not unusual for someone a septuagenarian like Duterte. Other senators wish the president good health as he leads the country in the fight against COVID-19. Health experts na rin ang nagsabi na ang senior citizens ang pinaka-vulnerable sa sakit na ito. Siya po ang leader na nagtitimon sa atin. Wala nang iba. Upang tuluyang mayahon tayo sa krisis, alagaan natin siya at ipagdasal natin palagi ang kanyang mabuting kalusugan. The Supreme Court earlier dismissed a petition compelling the disclosure of Duterte's health records. But the lawyer behind the petition remains unfazed as he filed another motion before the Supreme Court Wednesday, reiterating the need to set case for oral arguments on the matter. A lot of his um, press conference, especially during at the outset of the pandemic, was similar to a drunken monologue. It was barely lucid. These are not in good indications and good signs that the president is completely well. Um, he also admitted to be using fentanyl. Um, aside, aside from that, a court in passing positively, positively found the president to be suffering from antisocial personality disorder and, um, and narcissistic personality disorder. This complicates the uh, pre-existing physical conditions of the president. House Deputy Minority Leader Carlos Zarate agrees, reiterating that the president is mandated by the Constitution to fully disclose his health conditions. Joyce Balancho, ABS-CBN News. Now the U.S. has blacklisted dozens of Chinese companies and individuals for taking part in building artificial islands in the South China Sea. The 24 companies, all state-owned, were placed on the U.S. Commerce Department's entity list, blocking the sale of American goods and materials to them. Individuals associated with South China Sea operations, meanwhile, would not be allowed to obtain U.S. visas. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo claims China's reclaimed more than 3,000 acres on the disputed territory, destabilizing the region and trampling on the sovereign rights of its neighbors. Now, Pompeo warns Washington will continue to take action and stand with its allies until Beijing stops its coercive behavior in the South China Sea. Now, the Philippines is among several Asian countries laying claims to parts of the South China Sea. This marks the latest U.S. pressure campaign against China that has picked up steam ahead of the November presidential elections. Now, in a related development, Beijing has reportedly fired missiles into the disputed South China Sea Wednesday as a warning to the U.S. China had claimed a U.S. pipeline entered the no-fly zone without permission during a naval drill in the Bohai Sea. China earlier called the move an outright provocation, saying it seriously interfered with normal exercise activities. But the Pentagon says the plane flew within accepted international rules. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks a lot for joining us. I'm Stanley Palisada. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel. 
Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, email us at ancfeedback at abs-cbn.com. Stay with the news channel.